behavior. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that during MK Ultra, they, um, Dr. Ewan Cameron was the CIA doctor in Canada that did a lot of this early testing, uh, non-consensually, I might add. Um, and he did find that there were a certain percentage of people that would not respond to his, you know, place them in a coma, wipe their memory and try to create a new personality. And these people would completely resist. Many of you remember Dr. Zelenko, the courageous doctor who saved countless lives using hydroxychloroquine during the pandemic. Dr. Z not only saved lives in the United States, but many countries adopted his protocols and he saved even more lives around the world. Since those early days, him and his team at ZStack developed an entire line of immunity building supplements from Z Detox to Z Shield to Z Night. Now they also have Kids ZStack. It's the same as the adult ZStack, but formulated to protect kids from the onslaught they will see this cold and flu season. What many don't know about Dr. Z was his passion to end child trafficking. Before he passed away, he partnered with Mission Safe Harbor, and now a portion of every sale of Kids ZStack is donated to help end child trafficking. Now you can protect your kids while also helping to protect kids everywhere. Buy using the link below or go to sarahwessel.com under shop. Know you are protecting your entire family while also helping to end child trafficking. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have Richard Lighthouse and Anna Toledo coming in the program. They are both experts on the targeted individual program. They represent targeted justice and they're trying to expose what's actually going on, but they're really one of the top leading experts in the world in this area. Richard has uh, two degrees, one from Stanford in engineering. He used to work with NASA. Anna Toledo is an attorney and she's been fighting this. Both of them are also targeted individuals, but they understand the mechanisms of delivery and what the technology is behind this that's causing this. They even go as far as saying that you know, some of these psychosises, the mass psychosis that they've talked about on the Joe Rogan show really is probably targeted individuals or pumping out frequencies to create these psychosises, maybe the Trump derangement syndrome or some, something that's just so odd. You know, people are acting so weird and they're, they're so caught up in things beyond what's normal. And they're thinking this is what's behind it. But we're going to talk a quite a bit and dive into this and how people are actually put on this list, uh, these terrorist lists and targeted individual lists. And they believe that there's over 6 million people worldwide who are targeted and about 25% of the people actually know they are. The rest just think they're crazy or think that there's a lot going on. But the scary part isn't so much that well, it's scary that people are being targeted, but it's scary of what they plan on doing with this. And if they were doing some mass psychosis stuff, then they're targeting all of us. And the other thing that's even more scary is that with our, they have an ID. We all have a special frequency that we all pump out. We're all, we all have innate IDs with our frequency and they're tracking every single person on the planet with that. You don't have to have a cell phone to be tracked. They're tracking you this way and they're going to explain it. This is a big Big deal and it's important that people understand it. I keep saying that we need scientists coming out who are in these programs or scientists all over the world who are willing to help fight this and figure out how to negate it and to stop it. We need protective mechanisms so that we're not just sitting ducks with these people who are so much more advanced than we are at the weaponry behind it and we protect ourselves. So this is really uh, a timely and good conversation. You know, people are talking about the jab, creating these uh, nanobots inside your body. So that could be another mechanism to, of delivery, but it surely isn't the only one. And we're gonna talk about that today. Okay, before I get into that, I wanna remind you about the new Matrix product that I have that tricks your face into thinking it has a sunburn. And by doing so, it increases the collagen in your face and it decreases the wrinkles and makes you look younger and more glowing and it fixes all sorts of problems. If you go to the spa and get microneedling or something like that, that's a good few hundred dollars. This thing is like a, go, a trip to the spa every single time you use it. And they recommend using it twice a day. It's really hard to use it twice a day for me because it, you know, it kind of hurts a little bit. It takes like 10 minutes. It feels like a sunburn. And for me, I use it at least once a day. 
and it's making a difference. And I'm, I really love this stuff. So I recommend that if that's something you do, if you are interested in building up your collagen and looking younger, try this product. I have the link below, or you can buy at sarahwestall.com under shop and please support my affiliates. That's how I keep, that's how I keep all this going. And so those of you who do buy from my affiliates, thank you so much. And I, I really appreciate it. If there's something that they offer that you're already buying and you're not supporting anybody, I maybe you can switch to that because it supports the program. So I appreciate it. And thank you for everybody. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing. This show is something that you should hopefully share. It's important that we get this information out there. So let's get into my good discussion with Richard Lighthouse and Anna Toledo. Hi, Anna and Richard. Thank you so much for joining the program. Thank you for having us. Morning. Morning. You, you guys are together and yours goes blurry for some reason. So people just need to know we're having a little bit of interruptions and that's okay. Um, it just kind of comes with the territory. But Okay, can you guys talk about what your backgrounds are? Um, I, I don't care who starts. What is your background before we dive into this, you know, targeted individual discussion, which is going to be super eye-opening for people? Um, well, I'm going to ladies first. I'm going to start. Uh, I am an attorney. I have. Uh, I went to Columbia College in the city of New York, and I, after I studied law in Puerto Rico, I did a master's in environmental law, and went back to my island to do um, a, to be an eco warrior, sort of, uh, and uh, regain, recover a, a lot of the environment that has been damaged by industry. So I got involved in a class action lawsuit on behalf of a disenfranchised community in the town of Barceloneta. And that's when 20 something years ago, I got a first targeted, but I didn't know it for decades, for two decades. And um, when it became really bad in 2021, that's when I realized I was a targeted individual for all that time. I, you know, things happened and I didn't know. And targeted justice basically airlifted me out of Puerto Rico before something happened. So uh, I, came to Houston to work on a lawsuit on behalf of targeted individuals to end this uh, heinous program. Well, I'm sure you just learned a ton uh, once you started getting involved and, and realized, you know, there are more than just you that are being targeted. Did it take a while? I want to get to Richard's background, but it, what made you realize that you were targeted? Did you realize on your own or did you start to suspect it? No. Um, one close person to me that is also targeted in California. I talked to her over the phone and I said, look, this is happening to me and this and 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 the keys disappear and and then they appear and this. And, and she said, and, and I can't remember distinctly, she said, oh my God, you're a targeted individual. And this was in August of 2021. And I said, what is that? She said, just Google it, look it up. And that's when... I started discovering and unraveling and connecting the dots. And um, it was a, because people, everybody around me knew it. And uh, a lot of people were either mind controlled or blackmailed or profited from assisting in this. And and everybody knew but me, you know. And so, yeah, it was an eye opener. And uh, that's how it happened in in Puerto Rico. People are very isolated. It's an island. And I have now come to realize that there's a lot of targeted people, but they don't realize that it's called targeting. And uh, so that's one of the things I, I really appreciate uh, you, the opportunity to get the word out there, because even in the United States, it is our estimate that there are around 400,000 people, 75% of which don't know that they are targeted. Yeah, that's the numbers that I've heard. It's pretty incredible. Richard, tell us your background. Well, um, I, uh, I'm an engineer by uh, education, a uh, master's degree in mechanical engineering from Stanford. I've previously worked at NASA and uh, I've been working in the energy industry for more than 20 years. Uh, I've got a website, rlighthouse.com. And both of you, I mean, we have a lawyer and we have an engineer here who are, you guys are both accomplished people who are, now Richard, are you targeted as well? Yes, I am. I've been targeted for more than 10 years. I got so the, why? 
Why <clears throat> are you guys targeted? Do you know? I mean, I can tell you. Well, I I was told by that person who found out from from a relative of mine that knew that I was targeted when I got involved in a litigation against eleven big pharmaceutical companies. A, because they operated, own and operate a wastewater treatment plant that had been a nuisance for 30 years. And these are the hugest, hugest pharma you can imagine. And from that moment, I got targeted, but it seems that I was in handling code four, which is the slight targeting that, yeah, you do get microwaved and you do get gang stalked, but you think it's just that people are having a bad day and that's why they treat you badly. Uh, but then uh, in towards 2016, it became a little bit worse. I started falling after I got a, a dental crown. I started falling out of nowhere. Um, but then it became really, really, the gangs talking became really bad. And that's how I found out because I, I the, the idea, you know, as, as you may know, the idea is to make the person believe they're going crazy. Yeah. And a lot of it relies on plausible deniability, like, you know, the, the, the car breakdowns, the car flat tires, yeah. uh, the dead pets, all, all of these things are plausible deniability. So I, I didn't think anything of it until somebody told me for a fact, oh, my God, you're targeted. So that's how I became. And then in the course of the years, they collected more people because uh, I was a warrior for the environment. I was a warrior anti-corruption. And I was uh, doing research on things that were going on in Puerto Rico that other people didn't connect the dots. And class action lawsuits that I had, like seven of them that could be filed. And so my <clears throat> original uh, persons that put me in the program started collecting enemies of mine, like, look, you know, join forces. And uh, this has been confirmed to me by two people, at least two people. So that's how they did it. They, they were very... Um, very adept at collecting a powerful people that uh, joined in the cause to destroy me, to obliterate me. Oh, wow. Okay. So we're going to dive into more of that, but Richard, why are you being targeted and how did you figure it out? Um, it, it goes back a few years. Um, I was working on some experiments uh, involving um slowing down or speeding up time. I was, in fact, I was building this experiment in my house. I was trying to show between two very high precision clocks that I could slow one of them down just even slightly to demonstrate this. And um, I was using some fairly sophisticated electronic equipment. And suddenly I found my house was getting broken into on a daily basis. It was very strange. I was, I was quite scared. Um, so I, I was getting these house break-ins, um, emails would disappear, phone calls. I would come home from work and the furniture in my house would be moved. They, they literally wanted me to know that they were there. It was, I told my family about it and at first they believed me and it just got more and more strange. But, uh, so I did a lot of research and I, I had a pretty good idea what it was and that, uh, the FBI and CIA were both involved started contacting senators and congressmen about it. Um, <clears throat> then in 2016, I had a blood clot uh, that went to my lungs and uh, the sheriff's department in the county here in Texas came out to the house. And this was, you know, an odd, it was like, you know, early in the morning hours. And the two sheriffs came into the house. We had called the ambulance. And the two sheriffs came in the house and said they would not allow the ambulance to come up the driveway to take me to the hospital because a suspected terrorist lived at this address. Oh, geez. You were on a terrorist That's how I found out. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I have to ask, you're talking to somebody who really is interested in science. You were trying to slow down time. Now, were you just messing with the clock or do you think you actually slowed down time? Um, I, I actually have written a number of technical papers that are available on rlighthouse.com they're free as well as on uh, independent.academia.edu um, there's a number of inventions that i've provided that are relevant to this and some of them are quite popular um, uh, so yeah i encourage folks to, to look that up if they're so, interested so what's the answer you think you did slow down time a little bit instead of just affecting well i provide I, I provide the mathematics and the physics for how it works um, wow 
So, so yeah. yes, you slowed down time. It's not really related to, it's not, it's not directly related to targeting, but I no, think. No, I know, curiosity... but it's just so freaking interesting. So I had to ask about it. So yeah, it's, they're, they're technical papers with both the math and the physics okay. that's involved. If okay. somebody's interested. Yeah. You can't bring that up and not have me ask. Cause it's like really <laughs> cool. Okay. So people know to go to his website and check it out more. Maybe we'll have you back at some point to talk about it. Okay. Now more serious. You've done a lot of research though, on figuring out how they're targeting people. And this is what I really want people to know is how they're targeting people and what they're actually doing. It was really interesting because you brought up, I emceed that symposium that you were part of. And one of the things that you brought up was a possibility of how the, the Trump derangement syndrome was happening and also a possibility of how things that seem so obvious to us, people just can't see it. Yeah, it, that you you bring up a good point, Sarah. So uh, a lot of folks that, that that follow Joe Rogan may remember he did a, a very popular interview with Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of the mRNA um, um, technology, back in I think it was January of 2022. and they had a big discussion, and uh, Dr. Malone called it um, mass formation psychosis. They couldn't explain, it was clearly some type of delusion or manipulation happening on a mass scale. They couldn't pin it down what it was or how it worked. And <clears throat> I, I've written to, to both of them repeatedly saying, you know, since 2018, Targeted Justice has been stating all this is done with subliminal messaging from um, cell towers. And there's a U.S. patent to, to, to back it up. So, and it, and it ties very much in with the voice to skull technology, which many of our members uh, um, are aware of. So it's yeah, very the voice, the voice to skull is just directing energy waves into a person's ear or at them, just like you would direct a, a light wave to, you know, to create a light bulb or a laser, you're directing a sound wave to, to direct it. It's the same technology. And, and it's real. We've seen the Iraqi soldiers all surrendered back in the early 90s. It's been around for a long time. Uh, yes. And but they're using this now on the people. And now, how did you how do you guys know that we know that they're doing it to certain people? But how do we know how widespread it is, like with this Trump derangement syndrome, for example? I, I can uh, I can tell you that I have we have done surveys among targeted individuals and it is around 65 percent of them get the attacks, the torture with the microwave uh, uh, auditory effect. It's also called the fray effect. And um, the atrocious thing is that they are doing it to generational targeted individuals, the grandmother, the daughter, and the and the granddaughters. We have uh, reports of children as young as three years old saying, uh, Miss, my toys talk to me. And we do not know on a long-term basis. And this is where, you know, people that are interested in protecting the children have to move in. And it is because this tactic, this torture tactic is carried out with microwave beams. So we do not know the effect of children's developing brains on a long-term basis being exposed to microwave beams 24-7. And uh, so that's that's one of the things. And as Richard uh, mentions and, and likes to tell everybody, you know, it's a very simple test, not for children, but for adults to just cup your hands and for 60 seconds in a very quiet place. And you will hear little pops that you think sometimes you think it'll be your joint. No, it's not your joint. It's the microwave pops of the microwave beams heating you. So that that's to me, that's one of the most concerning things. Children and grandparents that, you know, we have, we have people in retirement communities that are tortured hmm. with V2K. Do you imagine being 75 years old and not having peace because you have these criminals torturing you 24 seven with these voices? It's and a the, terrible, terrible And one thing. thing Richard, you said to me is that they will take a dead mother or something and then use that voice to make it even worse. Yes. 
There are so many supplements out there, it's confusing what's best for optimizing your health. Beyond getting your basic nutrition, if there's one vital ingredient for optimal health, it's carbon 60. Why? Because carbon 60 is the world's most effective supplement at reducing inflammation and increasing longevity. Inflammation is a major contributing factor of almost all disease, including Alzheimer's, asthma, cancer, heart disease, obesity, and COVID vaccine injury. If you are serious about your health, try Carbon 60. Be careful though, not all Carbon 60 supplements are equal. I recommend Carbon 60 by Live Longer Labs, the scientists who first brought you Carbon 60 that was suitable for human consumption. They were also first to bring you Carbon 60 in pill form, first to incorporate black seed oil and curcumin, and first to incorporate frequency technology that gives you full spectrum health. You can be confident that you will be buying the absolute best. Buy or learn more with the link below or go to sarahwestel.com under shop. <clears throat> yes, there's there's a software program called Adobe Voco, V-O-C-O. Um, it's unavailable to the public, but um, the CIA and, and NSA have been using it for many years. And it can, it can take a sample of voices or, or a voice from a phone call, for example. It needs a, apparently a minimum amount. Um, and then it can mimic that voice almost identically. So um, we have individuals that where they use, where the father-son relationship was was very poor. And now the person is, is an adult and they're using the dead father's voice to harass him 24 hours a day. You're, you're dumb. You're stupid. Why don't you kill yourself? Can you imagine that 24 hours a day? Yeah, that um, is torture. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's psychological torture, and it's it's a violation of the Geneva Conventions under under any uh, rule, civilian or uh, uh, enemy combatant. It, it, it's against the law. It's you can't do that. Well, they don't care about laws. Okay, so what? Why? Why are they doing this to what we six million people? We're thinking and. 25%, only 25% even know they're targeted because they just think the other 75% think they're kind of going nuts or they don't even know what to think about it. But why? Why are they doing this? We Well, we think that this is an extension of the MK Ultra program uh, developed by the CIA since the 1950s and FBI's COINTEL Pro program that involved um, organized stalking, harassment, break-ins, things like that. So they've taken... Uh, the mind control elements and combined it with the uh, harassment of stalking and uh, the entire program. <clears throat> it appears the entire the goal of the entire program, which actually I, I, a little more history. You got to go back to post World War II in Germany. Um, the secret police there were very developed th these methods apparently, and then the CIA and the FBI picked them up and and sort of put them on steroids. Um, and the, the goal is to get to get someone to break down, to get them to act crazy, uh, get them committed to a mental hospital or commit a heinous crime uh, so you can put them in prison. So basically, you're, the goal is to neutralize the person without killing them and without false charges. So they basically implicate themselves and it, and it, and it becomes very difficult for the person to get out of. So they're, they're trying to neutralize. So I'll give you an example. Whistleblowers or a common TI, yeah. uh, scientists that won't, you know, pull the line on the government propaganda, um, political activists that uh, won't toe the government line. So th they're trying to silence these voices by making apparent, like, if you speak out, we'll put you in the program. So the, the, the goal is to silence and silence dissent and um, silence these people from um, being a part of a society. It's, it's a threat. <clears throat> an interesting, an interesting point he can tell you about is how uh, about this C DC, the, how your numbers, your website numbers. Can you explain to Sarah how we believe there's a huge concentration of targeted individuals in the DC area? Yeah, the security clearances are are um, they're they're uh, if you you can read about it in some of the books. There's a, there's a, a very famous book called uh, Legacy of Ashes. It's all about the history of the CIA. And the top secret clearances and the government's paranoia around people with top secret clearances and their access to information. And uh, what we have found is the highest density of TIs in the world is Washington, D.C. 
Um, and so we, we know a number of, of TI folks uh, in the Washington, D.C. area. We've tried to get them better organized and stuff, and we, we just haven't had a lot of success. But it's, it's either predictable or unusual that Washington, D.C. is kind of an epicenter of targeted individuals. That makes sense. So what are the <clears throat> mechanisms of delivery to do this? Because, you know, people are talking about the, the jab as being, you know, a mechanism delivery, and it looks like it it is, but there are so many other full spectrum, we call it full spectrum dominance. There's so many other ways they can deliver this kind. We talked about voice to skull. Um, there's, what are some of these mechanisms? Well, I can mention the non-consensual implants that are placed within many of our brains and our bodies. And so the medical profession has been compromised dentists too, surgeons, anesthesiologists, and they, many people, and radiologists too, because, you know, you, you get a, an x-ray or a CD scan and the radiologist report will not reflect that you have something in the middle of your brain that it's not supposed to be there. So that's one of the, you know, one of, one of the huge um, complaints of targeted individuals. And, um, we, you know, as one of the most popular newsletters that Targeted Justice has had is a, a simple method to detect it with uh, the megaphone. Um, I do want to say that it, our internal surveys reflect that 14% of targeted individuals are homeless versus the 0.5% national average. 67% are unemployed. So this is a program to obliterate your life, to remove you from your family, your friends. And before you know it, all of a sudden you start losing, oh, I haven't heard from that person in a long time. It's intentional. People stay away from you because they are told that you're either a terrorist, a criminal, a pedophile, or whatever they want to make up, whatever lie they want to make up about you. So um, it's, those are some of the methods, you know, the social control, uh, defamation, throughout your network, your social network and professional network, humiliation by many people, the way they treat you wherever you go. And also physically, it's a, um, an absolute violation of the Fourth Amendment by placing illegal artifacts inside of your body uh, in violation of, of the prohibition uh, to, you know, people should be safe in their persons and their property. Well, they just passed a, a law that went into a new ruling of the FDA that went into effect January 21st of 2024 that informed consent is no longer required for procedures they deem as low risk. So I think they could get away with almost anything now because of that. Well, FDA has a problem and it is this, they're supposed to regulate these artifacts and they're supposed to have a cradle to grave policy because if there is a recall or a malfunction in any of these, they're supposed to be able to notify the people that have been implanted. However, this doesn't operate. It's, it's, it's not operating there. Maybe it does for pacemakers and official a artifacts that people have really given their consent to, but the people that have been implanted a, without their consent or knowledge, they don't get any sort of notification from them. Yeah, it's a black budget. They are black operations, so they're not they're not thinking about your rights. <laughs> Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing it. It's not funny, but it's it's real. Okay, so what are the purpose of it? I mean, are they beyond testing now? Are you know? I always thought that the direct the targeted individuals are test subjects for what they want to bring in, but it seems that for a lot of these programs, it's beyond testing. It's already in implementation of doing, you know, getting whistleblowers and scientists and stuff to back off and to just get out of the picture without killing them. Um, they, you know, they just look nuts. So that's how they deal with it. But there's also other agendas, right, of doing testing for some of their transhuman purposes that they have in the future. That, that's apparently the case, Sarah. We've, we've got... Um... Um, Anna mentioned she she had non-consensual implants placed in her brain. There's at least three of them in there that are visible in the x-rays. <clears throat> and we've got uh, so many TIs that have reported similar experiences, in, either 
um, x-rays verifying that something is there and doctors generally call it a foreign object and we're trying to raise awareness about it it's one, one of our programs here at targeted justice and and just get the word out we strongly suspect that extends the these non-consensual implants extend well beyond the ti community um, we found uh particularly in teeth that apparently these um um, chop shops that make the <clears throat> artificial teeth and and uh, for dentists and stuff and and they apparently have an RFID chip placed in them um, that's unique and so uh, whenever you get a, a, a bridge or a molar put in something like that it's already got a chip in it and uh, we don't know to the degree that dentists are willingly or knowingly participating but so many people have checked and scanned and they're showing read RFID readings in their jawline. So we know they're there and it extends well beyond the TI community. <clears throat> and, and something nobody is asking is where is all this data going? Why the connection of data? And that is something that we wish we could delve into because clearly people are getting our private intimate data, but who is it? Who is it that is getting it? That's the testing that I'm wondering, because th there's two parts of this. There's the already in the implementation to, you know, the, to get rid of targets that they don't that are against the government narrative or whatever agenda they have. And then there's this other side of it, which seems to be that they're test subjects and test subjects need to be providing them data. That's what it seems like to me. And they're trying to figure out what frequencies do what. Uh, they're, they're trying to figure us out. Well, one of the things that uh, I have come to learn here at Targeted Justice is that uh, there's, so there's 64 kinds of personalities. And they haven't figured out what makes each one break. And I think that we, the targeted individuals, are an experiment because this was going to be rolled out to the population as a mechanism to control it. So there are some of us that uh, have been unbendable, even though we've gone through hell and high water, but they have not been able to make us, for example, I'll give you an example. One of the things that, you know, they can change your behavior with these implants a little bit, but there are intrinsic things like dignity, like um, a honesty that they can't change. In my case, for example, as an attorney, they try to make me commit little crimes or big crimes, you know, uh, and I'd be like, no, oh my God, I'm a law and order person uh, or also ethical um, violations in my profession to see if they could catch me in it. And a uh, one lady, one beautiful lady I'd never met before. She approached me in the court and said to me, they have tried to despair you on so many occasions, but they haven't been able to because you're too much of an honest woman. And, and that, that proves that, there is no transhumanist agenda that can go against your firmly set values and beliefs. They can't, they can't do away with that. I have um, a, I, I, this goes along with the psychologist that I have that works for the military. I'm not sure what branch he's off the record. You know, it's someone I talk to. I, everybody in this industry has intelligence contacts that they work with. And he used to work with MK ultra patients and he mm. learned a lot during that process. At first he didn't, he's like, I didn't know what to think. And then he began to realize this was all true. And he worked with a lot of people during the years. Um, and I asked him, I said, why is it that certain people aren't affected? He says, I'm just too darn stubborn, except to use a different word than that. He says, you're just too stubborn. So they can't get to you. To me, that that's not a good enough. I mean, I think it's probably part of it. But you said, Richard, in the symposium, something about mental constructs. And that's something that another person brought that up to me about how they're going to use our own mental constructs to control us. Could you talk a little bit more about that as well? I think it goes to what Anna is saying. Yeah, yes, it does. So <clears throat> if you go, uh, you know, psychologists um, uh, generally uh, uh, are trained in the Myers-Briggs type profile testing, or now they've gotten into what they call modified Myers-Briggs. Before it was like, you're either or, you're a, a thinker or a judger, and 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 they create a profile based on that. And now they've modified it to, to make it um, 
much more uh, much more detail. And as Anna was saying, they're trying to put a label <clears throat> on, hey, we've determined if you're an INTJ or whatever category they've got, um, that we found that the organized stalking is what breaks you down the quickest. So they're, tr they're trying to come up with rules based on these behavior patterns that they can label someone and right out of the gate, they go, okay, this person is this label, we know how to break them down. Um, so. Are you an uh, INTJ? Um, I haven't taken a Myers-Briggs in many years. <laughs> That's I've come out as an INTJ, but recently I'm like <clears throat> in between two different things. I'm like in between thinker and feeling. I'm not one or the other. And I'm wondering if that, you know, that's why Myers-Briggs isn't hundred percent accurate. People think it is. It's amazingly yeah, it's, accurate, it's, it's, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. It really needs more detail. And that's why a, a number of groups have tried to modify it and, and try and provide more granularity in, in, in the definition. So uh, yeah, that's ongoing, but um, in terms of, um, um, behavior I, I i'm pretty sure that during mk ultra they um dr ewan cameron was the cia doctor in canada that did a lot of this early testing uh non-consensually i might add um and he did find that there were a certain percentage of people that would not respond to his you know place them in a coma wipe their memory and try to create a new personality and these people would completely resist and he could he, he didn't know why and I, I don't know that they've ever clarified exactly what those you know personality characteristics are or is it is it um i'd like to think it's more rooted in beliefs if you've got core beliefs as anna was saying they're very rigidly based in your personality it may be impossible or very difficult to to alter those but it's a it's a great question i i, I wish i knew the answer well i think that's what they're trying to crack right is they're trying to get to that and then they're also trying to figure out what because one frequency doesn't um it doesn't work on some things it does but on other things there's one like with uh blood pressure there's 21 different frequencies that affect blood pressure depending on who you are and what your makeup is so there isn't just one and it's like that across everything and that's where the fallacy is is that there's just one and that's what a lot of people in the industry think that it but it's not and that's why they've they're working so hard and haven't that's a good thing that's just, that's something that was innate in us that helps that protects us, but we got to get ahead of this so that they don't figure all this stuff out and that we, you know, that's what you guys are all about is this organization trying to educate people, inform people, and then try to stop it. Do you want to show some of these slides that you have? Is this a good time for that? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, Slide number two is, is uh, I think, fairly important. And we've got a lot of interest that on, on, on our website. <clears throat> Can you see this? Uh, there you go. Yeah. You want to go slide. to slide two? Okay. Yeah, slide two. So this is something that we've really tried to get the word out on, that everyone is being tracked. And it's... And I do mean literally everyone, even small babies, uh, people that come from out of the country, we've checked them as well. And they are being tracked as well. The microwave pulses is very noticeable. If you put your knuckles right on that spot, <clears throat> most people can hold it there for a little while and they can feel the pulses. It feels about once a second. Or you can put your forearm, your bare forearm across there as well and feel the pulses. Um, and after you get normalize to it and get a sense it almost feels like almost like a, a, a warm a very subtle warm breath of air it's very subtle and you got to focus your attention on it and then after you recognize it i can i can hold my hand over someone like this and count the pulses without even touching them so i, I can i can feel it in my hand from the cell towers and I, i've trained other ti's how to do that i can i can figure out anywhere that i travel i i can tell there's a cell tower there's a cell tower that way and I can, I can feel it in my hand and go, oh, there's one that way. I can feel it. And all of us are tracked? Like every single person on the planet now is tracked? We we think it is likely most, if not all, the people on the planet. They had to come up with a system. A lot of people think it's done through your cell phone, but there's so many people that don't have a cell phone or a computer, they weren't going to be able to track everybody without something actually 
uh, involved your, your person, something that can't be taken away or stripped from you. So, uh, but it's actually a reflected signal. And uh, a question we get a lot from this is, well, how do they know it's you? If you're in a busy shopping mall, how do they know it's you? Oh, that's well, right. there's, there's, a, there's a doctor by the name of Dr. Rowney Killed. She was the chief medical officer in Finland. And she was a targeted individual, and uh, it appears that she was murdered in uh, around 2011. But she wrote a book called uh, Bright Light on uh, Black Shadows. And in that book, she states that they found whenever a microwave pulse hits your head, your brain releases an ouch signal that's, that's like a fingerprint. It's a unique oh, frequency that it releases that's, that, that identifies you and, and nobody else has it. So it's, it's sort of like an eye scan or a fingerprint. It's a unique frequency. And so they, they capture that frequency and they know it's you. We have so. an innate identifier as a frequency that that makes a lot of sense. So they don't need all this other mechanisms to be able to track us. When people think they're being tracked by the cell phone and stuff, they just don't need any of that. That's right. They, they don't need it. Well, one thing, to me. one thing that uh, targeted individuals report, 83% of our registered targeted individuals report artificial tinnitus. And that when you compare it to the 14, 17% average nationwide, that's another telltale sign that they get this very strong tinnitus from the tracking. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. What, what kind of symptoms would that be? Well, the, 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 the ring, it's the ringing in your ear and it, it tends to be more prominent in one than the other. And, um, it's, it's a very high pitched, um, some people have characterized it as, as about an 8,000 Hertz frequency. And if you listen to that tone, you know, a TI that's used to hearing the tinnitus, you, you, you grow to where you try to ignore it. We recommend you try to ignore it. And if you listen to an, uh, an 8,000 hertz frequency it, it very closely matches the tinnitus it appears that they may be deliberately burying it some signals uh because it it, it has some other effect and we're not sure what that is but it, it's a, it's a very common symptom for for targeted individuals wow okay what what is your next slide i know there's another one that you wanted to show is it this one uh, slide th slide three yeah yeah so okay. i this is where the subliminal messages um, so if you follow the numbering, I've got here one, two, three, four. So number one, they, they used the Lockheed or Boeing GPS satellites. The Lockheed and Boeing companies have built um, all of the current orbiting GPS satellites. Lockheed is building the, the latest generation out of Littleton, Colorado. And um, they bounce that signal off your head. It is a scalar way. So even if you're in a 50-story building on the second floor, that scalar wave will go through all those floors and reach yep. you. And we've got a tab on our website that describes how scalar waves work, but uh, very, very difficult or impossible to detect, but they travel right through steel and concrete and glass. No problem. Well, scalar waves that, are instantaneous <clears throat> too, right? I mean, they can go anywhere. The, that, that's the true. We, go ahead. We've, we've read a number of technical reports claiming that they travel at faster than the speed of light. Yeah. The, the problem with that is that's really difficult to prove <laughs> from a physics uh, standpoint. That makes sense. So, so, um, uh, to, so basically that signal is bounced, uh, uh, bounced off you and two, it's sent to Schriever Space Force Base near Colorado Springs. Their supercomputer then uh, knowing those coordinates can send a customized message to you through the closest cell tower and, and the system knows very quickly which cell tower you're closest to based on those coordinates and a subliminal message um it, it can be um it, it is very signal to the voice to skull and we know which frequencies are using for the voice to skull we've measured many times between about uh, 450 and about 650 hertz um, but there could be a broader range to that. And the subliminal messages affect everyone. We've seen this with uh, people that are susceptible to political issues such as uh, Trump that, that becomes a very, uh, very much a trigger. We've seen this with the gender dysphoria. There was a recent report at Brown University that 41% of the student population identified in the uh, LJ, LGBT category, as opposed to just a few years ago. Of course, the, the, the historical norm for society is around 
three or four percent. So what something is happening is something being put in the water. Does it mean it's something's wrong? We're not saying that something's wrong. We're saying that something is mathematically improbable here. That's what we're saying. The um, stats just don't add up to what it, historically it's, it's not, things are. That's something right. has changed. That's right. Something has changed. And what is it? And what what Target Justice is saying, and we'll, and we'll see that even with some other often on the Stanley Cup tumblers. Where do people just go bonkers over buying a, a cup, an overpriced cup? It doesn't make sense unless you understand that subliminal messages can be directed to get them to go buy a pair of striped socks or or whatever. And it, well, it they've appears- always worked on ma- on marketing and doing subliminal messages, but this is this is way this is over more the common. top. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was there was a, a a federal judge in Nevada a number of years ago that ruled that subliminal messaging is illegal because it violates your privacy. Yeah, and that had to do with subliminal messages that were put on a Judas Priest uh, album, and somebody sued and and the judge did say no that's you, you can't put subliminal messages that's not free speech, so um, it is a violation of privacy. So. Well, um, it didn't in the 80s, it became illegal because they were noticing that they were, maybe it was before then, but I thought it was the 80s where they were noticing that the television was doing subliminal messages. No. If you slowed those commercials down and slowed some stuff down, you would see actual images of them sending you a message. And then that was deemed illegal and they couldn't do it anymore, but they don't care. They're doing it anyways. That's right. Grocery stores were very commonly using it uh, underneath the music. Yep. The overhead music to, to get you to buy more products. Yeah. But it, it is illegal. It doesn't mean they're not doing it, but it is illegal. Well, there's so many things they're doing that's illegal. And now with this tracking, and you think everybody, they could kind of turn you on at any point. If they decide to just click and drag you to the program, you're in it now. To, to a certain degree, yes. Um, um, the organized stalking um, gives them boundaries or limits, um, you know, based on personnel. There, sure, there, sure. We found that uh, InfraGuard and Citizen Corps are both involved. Um, we found what we call community-based agents uh, are also involved. There's a number of FBI reports that actually specifically address the community-based agents. So um, uh, the FBI uh, and the DHS both are deeply involved in, in the gang stalking and organized stalking. Uh, let me let me add here that the way they track you is it's not oh it's not Sarah your name there no they have you have a, a TSC number terrorist screening center number because a terrorist screening center that is under the purview of the FBI maintains what it's called a terrorist screening database that now they're saying it's a data set because they want to limit the information they give out the day that they are forced to give it out and what happens is that the terrorist screening database that many people uh, ambiguously uh, refer to it as the watch list okay uh, what it does it it was uh, created in uh, through an executive order in 2003 to list to consolidate 14 terrorist lists and it was only supposed to contain known and suspected terrorists so those are handling codes one and two in the terrorist screening database but guess what in 2019 mr timothy grove former deputy director of the terrorist screening center at admitted in a statement under penalty of perjury that they place people's identities that do not meet the reasonable suspicion criteria and that do not represent a threat to national security in this in this list and they are placed in these handling codes three and four that are the secret categories of the terrorist screening database. So what happens is that since these people don't represent a terrorist threat, they are never they never find out that they are in these two secret categories because when they go to an airport, they don't get screened like the people in handling codes one or two that are the people on the watch list that get the four S's in their boarding pass. So they, what he told you about being on the floor and the sheriff saying, oh, we were we have to secure the area because we were told a terrorist lived there. That sheriff was not supposed to tell him that. And that is how he connected the dots between the attacks he was receiving and being placed on the terrorist screening database without being a terrorist. Well, and it should be our right to know that we're on a flipping terrorist list. I mean, my God, if you're just going to be putting, well, I suppose they don't want to tell people who they think truly are terrorists that they're on one, I guess. But 
<laughs> at this point, they're so rogue and they're so out of control. It's just incredible. I want to ask you about, there's a book that was created by Colonel Michael Aquino, who was a known Satanist. And he put out a original thing in the military back in the early 80s called Mind War. And then he wrote a book later in 2000. Ah, 14 or something that uh, talks about more details of it. But one of the things that they talk about is they get into the technology about the ionosphere and full spectrum, like they want to use to control someone's mind. The battlefield is your mind. And they were advocating for that in the military and that we should be using everything we can from media, satellites, the ionosphere because the ionosphere affects people what do you know about that well the, the ionosphere for certain frequencies uh, uh radio frequencies particularly which is kind of the lower end of the spectrum radio frequencies can can be used to bounce off the ionosphere and actually travel around the world so we're talking about like am radio frequencies that you might see but once you get into the higher frequencies that, that that's not doable because microwave frequencies travel in a straight line right? radio frequencies will bounce off the ionosphere and 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 travel between the us and europe for example but you can't do that with a microwave so it's it's a limited frequency range where you can use that and they're trying if you've got enough power behind the signal you can affect a certain area um, almost like skipping a rock across the water, right? So they're, they're, what they're trying to use is a, a sort of directional frequency that's so remote that no one would ever guess that you were behind it. Um, so I, I can't say that we've seen a lot of, of that abuse of the technology. Um, the, most of the things that are happening to targeted individuals involve the use of, of beam forming, which we've described in at length on on our uh, website under the key evidence tab there's actually about a dozen manufacturers that make integrated circuits very small integrated circuits that can take four microwave signals and spread them between four panel antennas to create a microwave beam and it, it doesn't show very well on this um, uh, slide here but four panel antennas placed in a row coordinated with one of these chips will create a absolutely perfect just like a laser beam but it's completely invisible and it's made of microwaves and it'll go right through a building go buildings glass concrete whatever go right through them um, and it's called a microwave beam forming uh, technology so we see that used a great deal um, particularly with the voice to skull the subliminal messaging the directed energy attacks that we see on people um, uh, with the burns on the leg i'm sorry in particular burns on the leg and um very directed hostile attacks on the head, which we have a number of members that are experiencing. It's very painful, very, very painful. Well, some people think that 5G is their method and we remove 5G and we kind of solve the problem. But from everything I've researched, it, that's just one mechanism of delivery. Yeah, yeah, it, it is just one mechanism. A, a 5G antenna is, is, is basically capable of being for me because there's a number of cells in there that can be used just like four separate antennas, but because of its small uh, size, its range is also quite limited. So when you, when you, when you spread out the, the panel antennas themselves over a large area, you actually get more precision on a target with the GPS coordinates. So uh, due to the frequency that's being generated and due to the small size of the antenna, uh, it limits that range with, 5g but uh in fact you could say that all 5g antennas are already weaponized um, most of them don't take a lot of power consumption though so um uh, they're really designed more for communications and the internet of things that's supposedly coming out you communicate with your refrigerator and your toaster and things like that but uh yeah 5g so yeah i, I agree with your statement 5g taking it away will, will not solve the problem it's one solution, but it's only, I mean, they're just moved to their, I mean, there's so many mechanisms of delivery and that's what is kind of scary. And the, we need some ways to detect it and to block it. I know that for every frequency that can create anger or create some kind of so you know, mental condition, there's a frequency that can negate it. 
that's a nice part about frequencies. If we get enough scientists who can learn and figure this out, we can negate this and create protective protective mechanisms, right? Because we're always going to have bad guys. It's we just never realize the government and all the most powerful people on the planet are the ones behind this. But even so, even let's say we clean all that up, there's always going to be bad guys. So we really need to have some protective mechanisms. Absolutely. I, uh, the scalar wave is, is the one that's the biggest problem. We don't, because a, a scalar wave vibrates in the direction of motion, not like a sinusoidal wave. And so the, to counter a sinusoidal wave, you simply do the opposite of that frequency and it cancels the wave. With a scalar wave, you, you, that, uh, that type of canceling is not available. Now, it could be that they figured out a way to do it. We're, we're just not aware of it. At, at well, it's, well, scalar waves are so <laughs> much in their infancy, maybe not in the black you know, black projects, but in general, people don't understand scalar waves. For a long time, scalar waves was considered uh, just theory and not real. And so the fact that you're coming out with, hey, these, they're actually implementing this stuff is very interesting because, you know, I've talked about scalar waves years ago about it being the way that we can talk across the universe instantaneously. I mean, scalar waves are really cool. It's just, they can also be weaponized. Yeah, that's that's true. The the part that the part that I get this question a lot: if a scalar wave can travel through, you know, right through anything, then why didn't it just travel through my head and I don't feel any pain? Well, the answer to that is, and we've got a diagram. It's it's like a boat, the the wake of a boat as it travels through the water. A, a scalar wave it drags particles with it, the charged particles. So if it's from a, coming down from a satellite, it travels through the higher levels of the atmosphere where there's a lot of positive and negative charged particles. And some of those particles get captured and dragged along. And so when, if a scalar wave hits you in the head, it is going to go right through you. What doesn't just go right through you is all these charged particles that get dragged along and they hurt. I, I can tell you from firsthand experience, it hurts. It's very painful. So a drag, it goes through you and then they pick up the information as it's going through you and then it keeps going. But the while it's traveling through you, the chip or whatever it's communicating with can picks up that data. Is that um, how it works? Well, that, that that would possibly be one way to do it. Our, our experience is, um, the, the uh, for example, and we didn't get into this earlier, but there's there's a patent that's called remote neural monitoring, and it's a way to capture brain waves. And the way the patent is written, you take two from two cell towers, you intersect two frequencies at a slightly different frequency. And because those, there's a difference between those two frequencies, it can capture the brain waves. So they're not actually reading your mind. What they're doing is reading the brain waves and then translating each wave uh, form into a word. Like this is the, the, the waveform for house. This is the waveform for a dog. And then they interpret, oh, the, the, how, the dog is at the house. And so they're not reading your mind per se, it's our understanding, but they're reading the, the, the waveforms and translating them into words. And that's done with remote neural monitoring by intersecting two of these frequencies in your brain. Well, that's why like emotion isn't a word, it's a frequency, it's a, you know, they can, I have some scientist friends who got crickets to leave a field um, and go to another field and they subjected frequency that this field's really bad and terrible and you got to get the heck out of here but this field over here is amazing and so they've sent two different and then the crickets all left I mean they're really good at doing this and they've been paid it's actually a good application because it's a it's, it's you're not doing pesticides and everything else it's a very clean application to get bugs out of a situation sure. that's an example but they start as soon as they start doing it to humans uh, for nefarious purposes it gets really scary you guys are at the forefront of this you're you you're talking about things that most people don't are just being introduced to which is fantastic I and mean, this is why it needs to get out there what are you doing right now what are some of your biggest initiatives to make a difference in this area yeah so um the the the, the megaphone which is is uh very popular with questions and issues on our website right now. And we're, we're not promoting any particular brand. There's lots of different manufacturers uh, that make these. These are fairly expensive, about $15 on, online, lots of places you can buy. But it's, um, 
one I demonstrated this before I can and Anna can demonstrate it as well but there are certain certain places um, as you can see and, and I know I've got something there but what's very odd is I don't have an incision mark so I don't know how they were able to put that in me but there's clearly something there there's a, there's a bump and it's clearly emitting a radio frequency that, that this device can pick up. Can you explain how it's not feedback, how it's actual electromagnetic capturing electromagnetic waves? So yeah, in, in, inside the back end of a, a megaphone is, is a ring magnet with a circle of wires and a diaphragm. And I'm oversimplifying it a little bit, but um, it, it can take both acoustic vibrations or radio frequency vibrations. And it's quite sensitive to both of those. Um, um, so it, it is an amplifier, but it's, it's actually very simple and, um, it is possible to generate feedback with it, but that's not what we're seeing with these devices. It's picking up. If it were true that it's generally just because of feedback, then everywhere you did on your body, it's a reflected surface. So it would produce feedback. We're not seeing that. We're also seeing a number of different frequencies that, that tell us beyond a doubt, it's, it's picking up something and amplifying like here, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's possible. It's possible with those that it's not picking up stuff that is there because it's going to react to certain frequencies, but maybe not to others. So it, uh, you know, I talked to a couple electrical engineers that are pretty familiar with this, and they're like, well, it tells you more about the frequencies that it's emitting than anything else. And it's very real that it could do that because it's just like when you bring your your uh, uh, cell phone, you're making a phone call and you got a FaceTime going and your cell, you're doing FaceTime on your cell phone and they conflict with each other. It's like two devices that are conflicting with each other and they're making this noise. Um, but it's, but you could feasibly have stuff in your body and it's not picking it up, but if it's picking it up, then you probably do. Do you know what I'm saying? Did that make sense? Yeah, I, I, I would, yes, I, I would agree. It's, it's, um, is it a perfect, device no it's not but given that it's very inexpensive That's and right. we demonstrated for example with anna's x-ray we showed the x-rays that she got showing she's got at least three implants in her head the two that are close to surf to the surface are easily detected by uh the megaphone so we've got a confirmation between yeah. the x-rays and what the megaphone is signaling that show that something is there and we've got other ti's that are helping us demonstrate that it's not a, just a one-off case we've got Another uh, sure. one of our TI members that that found uh, an implant just below her uh, humerus bone, and we did we were able to right away detect that with the megaphone. So um, we're trying to get that word out that, um, and we're seeing, of course, a lot of people that had multiple COVID shots also sound off with the uh, megaphone. Um, so we're trying to characterize that as micro implants versus macro implants and and dr lambert on our uh, board is is very familiar with this and so we're, we're trying to put a little more detail around it and and use some terminology that to to be very precise about what we're saying is going on well and there, there's also go ahead i'm, I'm sorry no. that there's we have found that non-targeted individuals also have implants and even babies I have received videos of babies that are not vaccinated that in their quadricep and their hamstring areas, the, the, the megaphone goes off. So apparently they're, they're injecting babies at the hospital without their parents' knowledge or consent. It, it's well, that gets back to the FDA. They dropped that rule where you don't need to give informed consent. So I think we're going to see a heck of a lot more of that going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is really kind of, yeah. So very interesting. How can people reach you, get hold of you? Oh, one last thing I was going to say is I had a doctor reach out to me that said that they really need to get those implants out because like, especially if it's too close to your thyroid or something like that, it could create some more long-term damage. And so it's, it's more serious than in, I don't know, it's really serious that it's in you in the first place and they're using targeting you and sending you frequencies, but it's even more serious because it could create long-term damage to your organs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 
I, we agree. We agree. Yeah. Um, okay, so how can people reach you? This is such an important issue that people need to figure this out because I think it's beyond, I know there's 6 million people that you've been tracking, but it's beyond that because this is a testing base for doing other agendas and it's very serious. So people need to know about it. They need to understand, do the research, learn, don't take our word, for example, look at all the documents that you have. Where can they go and learn more about this? So we've got um, uh, a, a good deal of information in our newsletter, targetedjustice.substack.com. Uh, many of our issues have been ded dedicated to using the megaphone and, and taking readings. Our website, uh, targetedjustice.com, has extensive information, as well as information about our lawsuit that um, our famous attorney, Anna, here is leading our efforts on. Uh, very important, and it doesn't just involve, you know, uh, constitutional rights for targeted individuals. It's, it's a much bigger uh, issue. So please visit our website, uh, email address tjustice2 at proton.me. And what to, what can an average person do to help you with those that cause? Is there anything they could do? Is, you know, I'm sure there's other people who've been targeted that may have information for you. Is there anything with your lawsuit that an average person can do to help? Well, we, we always need more data. We need a general population to, to get the megaphone and test themselves if they think there's something there, if there's some type of credible evidence, we, we suggest using a second method, these little electric massager devices that you can buy at Walgreens or CVS to get a second confirmation. And then uh, based on a second confirmation, go get an ultrasound. Those are fairly expensive, get that done and see if there's actually a foreign object there. And at which point you'd wanna schedule it with a plastic surgeon to get it removed, whatever it is. But we need that information. If you're in the general population and you're able to remove advice, please contact us. We'd love to hear about it. Uh, for my part, I can tell you that uh, sharing, sharing this interview, uh, sharing, the symposium link because that was created to explain to people that is just not hokum this this is real and there are legal basis for it there is scientific basis for it and you could be next uh, the people are placed on this secret list under secret criteria as has been admitted by the fbi so it is it affects us now it can affect you tomorrow for speaking your 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 truth and uh you will be retaliated against and and that's just you know um it's completely undemocratic on america and the the difference between what's happening let's say in china is well china is a communist country we're supposed to be uh the beacon of freedom and it's happening right here without people are being monitored, people are being stalked, uh, surveyed, illegally uh, interfered with, and this is supposed to be a democracy. So that's it. my plea to people is share this interview and, and then go to our website and read about it because it's very real. Yeah, okay. Well, thank you so much coming into this program and sharing such an important document or topic with us. Thank you for having the courage to stand up to this because I know it takes courage and um, just keep doing what you're doing and we all need to support. There's so many issues that I know that people need to get on board with, but what these this frequency thing is really important. I've been trying to reach out to more scientists and see you, we need more people to get aware of this and to help us figure out what to do and create solutions. Thank you for having us Thank on your you. show, Sarah. Thank you so much.